Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are your first choice for Australian Transformers news, of course, aren't we? I'm not sure if we're actually the only choice, but that makes us number one by default. This is episode 105. We are recording live on April 28th, 2017. I am your host for the week. I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, we have Max and Mikey. How are you doing, guys? Doing all right. Thank you, Jason. Been uh, at the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair last weekend. We're on the TCA store, which was... uh, Excellent day all around. Mm-hmm, Other than yeah. that, basically just been working all week, so been all yeah. Right. <laughs> Tell me about it. And yeah, even even though it's uh, so, this is the Anzac Day week. At the end, I guess it's Anzac week. Um, yeah, lest we forget. And uh, mm. I think it's been a bit of a tough slog in the workplace for some of us this week because you end up with uh, you end up with a day that you go to work on Monday, and then you don't go to work on Tuesday, and it feels like a little mini weekend. And then you have three days to do all your work for the rest of the week. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm thankful for day off, especially when I went and did an Anzac vigil um, over Anzac Eve. So oh, very nice. Yeah. That, uh, that I was certainly thankful to having the day off on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, especially if you are getting up super early and going to the, uh, the dawn services as dawn well. Dawn services, yeah. Yeah, well, the thing is, if, at the Anzac vigil, you have to... It's where everyone from a whole bunch of different... So youth organization stands around uh, Wall Memorial for, for, for from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. All right. And okay. So basically, you just you just don't sleep for that entire period, and so you it's like a symbolic thing of standing vigil over, uh, over Wall Memorial. It's, hmm. a, hmm. it's a pretty great thing to do. So I recommend you know if you haven't done it at some point in your life, it's at least worth checking out. Yeah, my my sister lives in London and goes to the uh, so they have a dawn service in London uh, as well. So um, she has been known to get the kids out of bed super early and go to that uh, and, and and annoy the rest of the family, but uh, for a good cause. So yeah. So um, it is. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been on. I had a few a few things I needed to attend to last week. <laughs> Uh, how are you, how are you guys going? What, what what's been happening um, besides besides obviously all the Anzac Day shenanigans? Any uh, any Transformers related fun going on this week? Well, there's been a little bit. I mean, of course, was at a toy fair the other day. So, what can you do except look for plastic? Lucky. <laughs> oh, I wish we had more of those things here. Like you'd think there'd be more here, but than like really anywhere else. But like, we don't get that much. Like, I, suppose thing, I suppose the thing with Sydney is that it's it's such a big city, so there's a few on, but you have to go absolute, you know, all over the place to get there. Mm. I think so. So we have Collector Mania that's on every three months. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Collector Mania is not really a convention thing. It is more no. just a sales thing. Like the the same guys rock up to Collector Mania every three months with the same stock, and if it doesn't yep. sell, they pack it up and take it home. But we also do. What's that other one that's run by just a, just a small so, guy that does it? I can't remember. So we had there's there are a couple of little events around Sydney. So uh, Popcon uh, is Popcon is a monthly pop culture event out in Parramatta. It's on a bit of a hiatus at the moment. Mm. Uh, and Anime at Abbotsford has a fairly regular get together as well. But I'm oh. not sure that I think that's more of a, a cosplayer and uh, fan convention rather than actual sales and uh, things like that so okay. i don't know how much don't know how much transformers stuff you'll expect to see there mm. uh, but, and of course yeah you know if, if you if you're aware of other events that are going on around uh, australia not just sydney like you know mikey and i are from sydney so we know yep. sydney uh, yeah uh, but you know like if there if there are other events that um you know we should talk about and maybe attend yeah. um do drop us a line um let you know, us know there's there's a feedback address in the in the show notes for the podcast and Supernova's coming up and I'm really excited about that not for a Transformers reason but for the fact of two of the stars from Stranger Things are going to be there so I'm yeah. going to be there so well uh, so TCCA will be there um, oh even better there you go yeah, <laughs> Transformer my, related <laughs> Michael and I will be on the on the TCCA table at Supernova in Sydney Supernova Perfect. Melbourne is on. As we record this on a Friday night, Supernova Melbourne is on this weekend, starting tomorrow. Wow. It's actually why Brad is not here. He's uh, he's helping Simon prep the uh, prep the displays and packing his collection up because uh, most of the time, if you if you see Brad at a convention and there are Transformers around, they are his collection that he's mm. ripped off his own shelves, uh, packed up, and yeah, some of the some of the toys do 
some of the toys do suffer for the yeah i know he's a very ass. brave guy for doing that getting all of his personal stuff you know um they really spread those supernovas out don't they because owls i believe is in september so what they do they they do uh two supernovas at a time so basically they'll um, get they'll get stars out for a run i think they do three runs and they'll do us one city one weekend the next city the next weekend and then they'll go. So they'll and they'll entertain the stars for the week in Australia, and you know, take them to Sea World and, and probably not probably not Dream World these days. Uh, <laughs> well, take, no. take them to a bunch of places <laughs> and do some speaking engagements and stuff. Um, speaking so so last thing before we actually get to Transformers, <laughs> and this might uh, this might be related to Supernova. I don't know. <clears throat> Did you hear that Jeff Goldblum was in Sydney this week? No. No, that's did why. Hear, How did, did where did you get that from? Did you hear that Jeff Goldblum was in Sydney and randomly handing out sausages to people on the street? I think, I think like okay. snags from a barbecue. Right. Well, uh, yeah. mm. good for him. I that's don't know. Maybe he, maybe he's going to be at Supernova Melbourne this weekend. I don't know. Maybe that's why he. That maybe maybe he just really likes a good sausage. You know. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Sausage love. The I mean, I, I know they filmed the new four movie in Sydney. So maybe he just fell in love with it. That's actually quite a good point because um, Jeff Goldblum is in fact in Thor Ragnarok. He's, if you, if you keep up with the Planet Hulk comics, he's the essentially the ringmaster of the, uh, of the um, gladiator games on Planet Sakaar. So yeah, uh, that I was, a, he, he was a very surprising face to turn up in the, in the Ragnarok trailer, which by the way, was really good and also by the way in speaking of marvel things that were really good how many of us have seen guardians of the galaxy 2 Ooh, that was bloody excellent mikey has not i can see by the oh, of his head in shame so we will just <sighs> say that we will just say that it was uh it was bloody good and i enjoyed uh, it a lot and it's yeah. fun I'm it's just definitely looking forward fun. to it because i mean the first one just blew everyone away i mean yeah it did that, that, that's the one Marvel movie that I can just sit and enjoy. And it's just again and again, it's like, it doesn't get old for me, that one. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one because it looks quite funny from the trailers and it looks quite good. So yeah. Fantastic. My opinion. We might talk about it a little bit more next week after you've seen it. I'm going to assume that you'll see yep. it this week. I will try my dandiest. <laughs> Without further ado, do, 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 I am going to. <laughs> you said do, do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to flip this on and uh, we're going to go to some news. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? The news is very heavy on... Uh, look, if you're, not, if you're not a movie fan, you're probably going to... I don't know leap into the air and Disregard. just like you know try try and swear at us or something but there's going to be a lot just of maybe, maybe maybe fall fall into a coma for the next six months oh yeah maybe a Problem, uh, yeah it depends depends on how yeah. long depends how long the figures hang around on the shelves which may be a point of our discussion later on about mm. shelf formers yeah so, well maybe for a long time given that they're apparently doing one of these a year now oh yay that is that is a good point yeah giant so, bumblebee the news is that Transformers the Last Night figures have started turning up at Australian retail shelves. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. If, I think I can actually get that image to blow up a little bit more. Maybe I can't. And it's, it looks like it's the same size. It's just now in the center. I think of the it screen. might have shrunk. Uh, yeah, open, it in a new, open it in a new tab you know and you can click on it. You know what? It's cool. That'll it's, do. It's, we it's, can it's get the general enough. idea. Big thank, you, big thank you to Steve Watts for going into, I think it's his local Toys R Us and... Yep. Uh, popping this photo off, you can see the so deluxe figures in the last night line are in fact boxed. They're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're no longer on the hang tags, which I think is actually probably a good move. Um, we've been saying this for a while. When we get the legends figures from Takara, the box is good because you can actually open the box and you don't have yeah. to damage it in order to open yeah. it. So you can retain it for later use. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I th- I'm I'm pretty sure that you'll find that it's easier for them to ship these things out in boxes oh, instead yes. of having to balance yeah. up the, yep. um, the waiver assortments. Mm. So uh, we have we've got some uh, some of the first last night deluxe figures visible on the uh, on the store shelves there, and yeah, you can tell it's Toys R Us because there are in fact uh, Takara masterpiece figures on that shelf yep. as well. 
I think Toys R Us is the only place that has the custom ticket stripping. Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Can you see it through this picture? Yes, you can. Oh, those. Mind, mind you, it's actually the old Transformers logo. So, whatever. So, oh, anyway. that's right. Um, anyway, yeah, no. so, so there's some new figures on Australian shelves. Uh, Mikey, you were saying that you'd seen them for $35, but we have seen them reported at $30 in the group for deluxes. So yep. it's a little bit up in the air as to who's right about that. Someone's going to have to go out and do some shopping tomorrow, I think. Oh, I mean, it's I, just... mean I, I have seen people having them from ranging from like 15 to 20 bucks. So mm. it wouldn't surprise me if, it's, it's, if that's what we got as well. Because I know I saw like the uh, RAD Warriors for 35 bucks. At well, a few places around oh. here. So, <laughs> well, okay, funny yeah, enough. I, I know. I'm in the Toys R Us today. I mean, I guess it's because it's new product. So I look at the new deluxes, they're $35. Then I go over to like the Warrior stuff and the Titans Return stuff, and it's 30 to 25 I think maybe even the RID stuff might be 25 but definitely $30. So um, there's a definite price rise just for this, maybe just the first assortment, but like, uh, it was thirty-five bucks. They were just—they had like the dinosaur dude, um, the berserker barricade, and that bumblebee, and yeah, just all for thirty-five bucks. They even had the little sticker on them said thirty-five bucks. So yeah, I'd it's say uh, what the bloody voyages are going to be. Yeah, well, well, look, they'll probably be fifty-five. Um, even at this distance, uh, bumblebee is quite recognisable, but the others are a little bit more difficult to tell. And now, Mikey, you said that having had a look at some of these up close, you were less impressed with the paint job than we have been in the last few weeks talking about them on the podcast. Yep. Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, the Slash, the Dinobot, is nice um, because they've basically done all that chrome stuff fall over him so they didn't just, like, piece it off in sections. The Bumblebee is just... What I find ridiculous is it's just a, another Age of Extinction Bumblebee just with less paint. For a higher price, so he, he looks like a dude whatever. wearing just like bright yellow pants. There's no paint. Yeah, on his exactly. Body. There's like nothing. It's like paint your own bumblebee, except it doesn't come with paint to paint it with. So, uh, Berserker looks good. A little bit, you know, gr- like weird in some sections, like the weird painted nails. Which I, I don't know. I find that cool, but weird at the same time. But Barricade does stand out. Yeah, but I, I just I think wish... most people have been saying that as well. He's uh, both in terms of just the mould and the paint, he mm. really does look like one of the highlights of the line so far. I just don't I really hate the, the plastic they decided to go with for the weapons, like that beige kind of uh, plastic. I'd rather yeah, more, and then... more of a gun, like like a, more of a silver or grey, not this weird. And then there's also some of that on the figure as well. So it's like it just stands out. So that's the only thing that I can kind of take a gripe with, but the moulding on it is like really good. Yeah, you look at that Berserker figure and he's got um, that sort of crappy Hasbro uh, beige plastic for pretty much his entire torso. Mm. Let's go back to the price point for a minute. Now, I think that what you might actually find is the... Uh, the, the, these first deluxe figures being that they are boxed and everything, they are meant to be a little bit special. And it's not its not necessarily that they're actually special in terms of uh, like their paint applications or the particular no. quality of the figure. Yeah. They're just the first ones that got released. And so that might explain the slight uplift in price. We had been hearing about this uh, from, from the States earlier earlier in the year. The, you know, maybe, maybe we'll end up with more standard deluxes as we as we move closer to the range but i don't know i can't say i can't say that i'm really that bothered by the uh by the the box design or anything like that i think i think i love the box i think the boxes are yeah no i think it's uh, i've never really liked yeah again for the having to cut the thing open then you can't really have much retail value with box for a deluxe you know but with this it's just a box you can just cut the the tape and then you know it's open you can take it out and it just looks i'd like, like it if they got rid of the twisty ties as well but other than that yeah, yeah definitely i mean that's nice just the, packaging that's just security for i mean so that people know it's not been opened and tampered with and also that they know it's a new product i guess but um yeah also, I, I it's not so, move around in the box i guess as well i suppose so but then you look at hasbro's other main lines where you have these sort of site like star wars black series and marvel legends where they have these same style of boxes, mm. and it's just the bubble which the figure sits in inside the box. There's no mm. twisty ties or anything, and that holds it in just fine. Mm. So I'm not sure mm. why they... Again, I, the twist ties, if nothing else, it just proves that that 
Like, I mean, when I bought my Fort Max from Big W, the box was damaged to all all hell. I'm just like, <laughs> I ain't buying that before I have a look inside. So they cut open the tape and it was clearly retaped. So someone went in there for some reason. I don't know why. But um, I opened it up and I saw the twist ties were on it and all that. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll purchase that. But like, I don't think I'd be that certain if they didn't have the twist ties on it. I'm just like, am I, am I sure that all the things are there? All the parts with it or, you know, but, you know, um, it does look ugly. Yeah. But again, it's just for security and just for, to make sure that you get your figure really. Yeah, so uh, just looking at, I'm just looking at, looking at my WhatsApp chat. There is actually a launch event happening in Singapore tonight uh, hmm. for the last night toys. And uh, they're basically the same toys that we've got appearing on our retail shelves, but uh, <laughs> there's a, I think there might be a few new ones off the top unless they're RIDs. But um, yeah, so the Singapore price of these is in fact uh, Voyagers for thirty-five bucks, and uh, sorry, Deluxes for thirty-five bucks. Don't have a heart attack, Mikey. Deluxe is thirty-five bucks, and the Voyager price is in fact sixty dollars. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, okay, no, I'm not buying and, anything from that line. Yeah, <laughs> and Singapore hell. dollars pretty much. One pretty much one Australian one. dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Bloody. Look, that's to, to be fair, I mean, to be fair, we have had it pretty good for a little while. Like, um, our, our why prices, must it end? Our prices have stayed relatively stable for a while, despite the Aussie dollar plummeting. Oh yeah, it's just terrible. But I would, I would just hazard that you know we we still do get some uh, some really good item uh, sale prices. So mm. if you're not happy with the price of the uh, toys. Wait a bit. Yep. Or go go vote with your wallet and buy them online. And you're not gonna Prime is not gonna be you're you're assured that you're gonna get this Prime because Prime is gonna be brought out and brought out and then although everyone's gonna get him, they're gonna they're gonna keep stocking these primes. So like that's the standout for the line for me so far. So I mean I'm gonna wait until it drops at least to the normal price. So which which, which prime are you talking about? The Voyager. Voyager Prime? Okay, yeah, cool. It'll go, it'll go it'll, I'm sure uh, it'll go on sale. Yeah, I'm so I, I saw a review of him and he's really good except for the paint. But you know, we can't we can't be winners on all those fronts. We do have uh we do have a little bit of movie news to talk about. It's not there's not there's not actually a hell of a lot of news this week, so I don't know. I don't think it's gonna take us that long, but uh, there's been a few scenes and screen caps released this week along with some articles in the press just leading up to the release of the movie. So we thought this one in particular was pretty mm. interesting, uh, showing Megatron seemingly having a uh, meeting with some humans who are seated at a table and yep. seemingly having a very a very nice formal um, yeah. formal discussion with the it, leader with this of giant the evil Decepticons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his giant sword axe, you know, in, in the middle of a desert, mind you. Yeah, true. So, you know. they've, they've brought these so, tables all the as way you do. Out here. So this came up during the week. This picture came up, and uh, and my my immediate response was, "What is it with Megatron and deserts?" Uh, yeah, yep. he, he likes to hang out he in them. Good deserts. Someone surmised that uh, perhaps it's that he doesn't like humans, and there's no humans in deserts. Yeah, I'm so. pretty sure he hates humans. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he hates no, them, yeah, no, I, I think that's a good bet. Because yeah. <laughs> he in Dark of the Moon, I mean, he made his new base in the desert. So, mm-hmm. um, and he really he didn't like that human crawling on him. So, yeah, I can safely say. And he flicked Michael Bay. Love that scene in the first movie, wherever he's fighting um, Prime, and then he falls to the ground. Michael Bay's like on his arm, and then he flicks him off. That's like one of the highlights for the movie for me. And I didn't know it was him until. I was told that's actually Michael Bay put himself in the movie there. I'm just like, that is quite funny. And that would have killed him, by the way, because he, like, <laughs> licked him. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there's there's been a few humans having altercations with Transformers in uh, the movies that mm. probably should have died but didn't. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> More than one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, we, had, we were talking about this earlier just before the show, and there is a little bit of speculation amongst the group that Megatron may end up being um, key to the uh, survival of planet Earth. Mm. So if Prime, if Prime is really uh, the bad guy in this movie, then maybe the humans are going to try and get Megatron to stop him. Um, I, I, that would just make me so happy. It'd be, I think, not so much because of the originality of the plot, you know, because in IDW, they're going through the whole thing of, Primes getting more and more evil, Megatrons getting more and more uh, altruistic. Sympathetic, I think, is the the word for Megatron. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and then, so it's not like an original plot, but to do it in the movie, 
which is universe thing that's hmm. watched is franchise watched by millions of people worldwide. Like it's become such a staple of the culture over the past decade, and to shift that up is amazing. I, I think I think there's been an increasing tendency to tell the sympathetic story of the bad guy in. Mm. Not just in Transformers, but I mean, so we've seen origin stories for Hannibal, uh, Hannibal Lecter on TV, and um, I think Bates, Bates Hotel was also, you know, the prequel se- prequel series to Psycho. And I, there's an increasing tendency to want to sort of tell the story of these bad guys and see what makes them bad, and you know, try to get try to get them to do something on the side of good for redemption. And so I wonder if that's what's going to happen here. But I also suspect that if that is the case. He's going to turn around and double cross them. Oh, easy, yeah. This Megatron's too <laughs> evil. Like this one, yeah. I don't see any sympathy in this one, and I love his like the, the shot of this design. I just love how he looks. So, oh. what actually is what actually does he transform into? The he turns into a jet. jet. Hmm. It looks kind of similar to the first movie. Yeah, except without like you know the first movie was basically him lying down, spreading his legs to make a bloody jet because his arms were like coming it's out of the side. Yeah. It's sort of just a big T, you know? He's yeah, got and then he has his at the back and then a long nose cone. Because why not? But um, this one's more of a streamlined. He has definite wings that don't look like kind of bat wings and um, a more pointed nose cone type thing. So here's the thing, right? I don't see that at all in this photo. Like this design of Megatron, I don't see an alt yeah. mode in there at all. What about Galvatron? Yeah, that did, is, did, you that, his, did you see his no. vehicle mode? Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope he's That's not going to transform like that. That'll really piss me off. I hate that. The stupid little bits. That, that is the thing with the last with this movie and the last one is that the designs, you know, they're really not focusing on trying to make them look like they transform. They're just yeah. trying to make cool looking robots. Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that's quite true. Like. I think they're trying. They're, they're sort of trying to cut back on the kibble that's hanging around the uh, the characters as well. But I think they're also making them end up look, looking like they're sort of a suit of armor rather than yeah an actual transforming robot. Yeah, that's funny because like the first movie, they're very like part, like their designs are very like spaced apart. Like in like their I really don't. Like I, I don't like these the ones. original designs. They, these these yeah, look well, they're, much they're more weird, interesting. Yeah. But I feel like they've gone a they've gone a little bit too far with some of these as well. Hmm. We've yeah. overanalyzed this photo enough. Let's move on to another one that we can overanalyze now. Megatron Tea Party. Okay. Entertainment Weekly this week published an article on Hot Rod in the last night and some of his backstory and um, perhaps a little bit of his personality. And so this gives us a it gives us a little bit of a look into how things are gonna how things are gonna work in the movie and what the lay of the land is hot rod is described as a covert agent who has been secretly serving as anthony hopkins characters daughter's protector in the guise of in the guise of her father's 1963 citroen car uh, citroen ds now oh okay i'm not i'm not so sure that he's uh i'm not so sure that the bits on him look like that's still his old mode in this case Uh, we'll see he was going to be the triple changer that had instead like two yeah. car modes, wasn't he? Yeah, they said that it was. I think they initially described it as a triple changer. So mm-hmm. it, you know, they haven't confirmed whether or not that's going to be. He turns from a Citroen into a Lamborghini, or it's just like Bumblebee in the first so, movie. That, that yeah, doesn't exactly. really that's seem like it's um, much of a triple changer ability. Like it, surely he'd just rescan a new form. Yeah, yeah, idea. that's probably what it's. They probably just misworded it. Yeah. So, um, Citroen, so this is the thing. The Citroen is a bit of a rickety old car. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, apparently she can't part with the car because she adores it. Uh, and so it seems like he's probably not got that much of a connection to the Autobot team, at least in the beginning. I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll hook up with the Autobots somewhere along the way. At the time that the article was written, there was apparently no voice actor attached. But uh, when people saw parts of the movie recently there they reported that there was indeed a voice for hot rod so whether that was a temporary voice or they have indeed cast a voice actor and just not really told us who um we will find out in about what probably about six weeks seven weeks yeah it's coming the movie, up the movie comes it's out it's coming up pretty fast the thing i don't get about this guy mm-hmm. I, I sometimes can't 
decide where his eyes are because like I think they're the blue things that are like more than halfway down his head but then there's also things above those that look like they could be his eyes he looks like you're, you're thinking it looks like he has a visor he looks like yeah it looks like he has a visor yeah I guess but like his eyes are way too down on his head um I don't know mate I don't know. Like the the visor looks like a forehead. Um, yeah, I was I, thinking I, I, yeah. maybe a beret. I, I, the French guy. But that. Oh really yeah. Well, weird. so so yeah. There was a there was a discussion over whether or not Hot Rod appears to be French in the uh, in the uh, in the movie. Obviously, his alt mode being a Citroen. Um, mm. Yeah. So if he is French, what's his uh, like? What? Why would he turn into a Lamborghini? Is there a no, is, cool. and la- advertising? And Lamborghini f- paid Paramount some money. Is there a French supercar? I don't know if there is. Uh, Citroen makes supercars. Hmm. No. All right, we've come up blank. Actually, yeah, because no, yeah, that's definitely well, no, that's an Italian make there. So. Yeah, well, the Citroen, the Citroen, I forget the name of it, but um, it's like the C1 of a GT. It looks exact. It looks exactly like this Lambo. Was Citroen the? Is this the same Citroen that made those ads about that transforming car that danced? Actually, I think it might have been. <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's some foreshadowing there. What? How many years? That was that was even probably for the first movie. I love those ads. That was such a clever ad. This just, is uh, this is a slightly more advanced there. transformer. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I mean, so um, is is do you think Hot Rod's actually going to be uh, in a in a position to replace Bumblebee? You know, Hot Rod's often seen as the uh, the Bumblebee replacement, uh, especially once you get into uh, Energon and Armada when Hotshot takes yeah. over. Yeah, yeah God, I hope so. Hotshot's like a merger between them. Mm. Like that character was weird. Um, yeah, if we do get rid of Bumblebee, I see this guy possibly taking over. Hopefully, this guy's a voice and isn't annoying. Um, Bearing in mind, on the, t- on the subject of getting rid of Bumblebee, the movie, the solo outing for Bumblebee next year is a prequel, so they can still mm-hmm. kill him. We'll see how Fingers we go. Crossed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. No one has connection to that, that character. Like, what? No. One lucky poster does appear to have gotten hold of the Squeaks deluxe figure, who does seem to come with, uh, come, seem to come with a base. Um, hmm. for sitting on and possibly storing weapons in. And they've posted some, posted some pictures of him in hand. I love and it. It turns into a little extension to his, uh, what do you call it, uh, the scooter mode. That's great. It's an interesting yeah. thing. It's, yeah, okay, okay, well, look at that. He's got two gimp arms. He doesn't. Yeah, his arms are kind of, uh, oh, interchangeable. So we 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 yeah. didn't we did know this already from looking at Squeaks. His uh, his arms did look like they were formed mainly from the mainly from the handlebars of the bike, yeah, uh, of the the scooter. And uh, so we've been saying that we've been saying for the last few weeks that the the paint jobs look a little bit more detailed on these figures than we are used to seeing from uh, from Hasbro and the Deluxe line. And you can see you can see the paint job uh, sort of purporting to be rust on this figure. Uh, Mikey, you commented earlier that it does look like someone has just smeared poo. <laughs> but but at which... least at least there's some poo on it, you know? I mean, it's better <laughs> than no poo, you know? I will I will grant you that. Yes, that's yeah. true. So yeah, there's a bit the of a... molding looks good. I mean, interesting little dude. <laughs> With molding, a... does, molding does look good. Looking at this gun, this My gun God. actually reminds me of Fix It in R.I.D. Because yeah, it, it does look like it's kind of armed to the teeth. Oh, that's great. It'll, it'll just be one of the scenes in the movie. It'll just be defenseless. Maybe even that scene where Megatron, like we've seen him like holding him by the head, he'll just get this arm out and blow his face off or something. Like uh, that would that would redeem this. I mean, I'm, I already know I'm going to hate this character, but if he does that, I'm gonna, that's going to redeem it for me. And I think those well, arms are stored in his little red toolbox, which is pretty um, ingenious. Maybe. It doesn't look like the toolbox sort of flips open. There is the, uh, there's his alt mode and... <laughs> Squeaks him as um, He's got, looks like he's yeah. got an esky. Yes, it's, 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 a, it's a giant esky. Yep, that's it. What's, the, what's, this, what's this giant piece of metal that's sitting out in front of him? They couldn't store it inside the Is that part of esky? him? Or is that just another piece oh. from this collection? I mean, maybe maybe he's just part of, part I'm of the. I'm guessing uh, the they're gonna team. try and if he's gonna come with something he's towing. I'm guessing they're gonna try and implement like putting everything in it. Um, 
So here's here's a question for you. Squeaks, it looks quite detailed. Is he going to be a buy or a pass? Is it going to depend on his characterization in the movie? Yeah, look, I, I might fall in love with it when I see the movie yeah. and have to track down this figure. But as it stands, it looks good. This is, a, you know, I'm surprised they could get this design looking as well as it does in figure form. But it just doesn't doesn't hold any appeal at all. Because uh, so his arms, his arms are right there. But like, I, I swore we saw a photo of this thing, and like the little handlebars were sticking out where they shouldn't be. Um, anyway, um, it does look like look, he has four handlebars because he he appears to have handlebars for his arms, but you can also see yeah, them under his arms. Yeah. Mm. Um, look, this this is quite a funny little piece. So, like, I mean, again, if he annoys the hell out of me in the movie, no, no way in hell. But um, oh, it, it's just it's so different, I guess. Um, because whenever we've got like a bike, tr- like transformer, we've never had really anything to like, cause he's a, del- a deluxe, but they don't want to obviously make him as big as like a deluxe. So they gave him this little trailer thing, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it's just a cool little novelty piece. So possibly, but I'm not going to pick him up for 35 bucks. I can tell you that much. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Uh, there is one last piece of movie news this week. They uh, they did officially announce and release press photos for the movie masterpiece Optimus Prime, which is the fourth movie masterpiece we are going to get this year. Its recommended resale price is a hundred bucks US, and he is a masterpiece version of the original two thousand and seven movie Optimus Prime. So he's this is not the this is not Prime's look from uh, no. from the two, 2017 movie. You can pretty much see that and take that as a given. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to sort of see them bringing back particular bringing back particular designs. Yeah, this is this is an interesting figure because obviously it looks great. It looks absolutely fantastic. Yep. But there are a lot of different options that you have for your perfect movie Prime. Because you've got all those different Revenge of the Fallen leaders, which are ostensibly really similar mold to this. And you've got, uh, like, your wagering crimes as well, which, are, you know, which, from all accounts, are just fantastic. So as for how much this is actually going to fill a hole in most people's collections is uh, a little bit here nor there. Uh, I personally see it as being, you know, sort of, the best of both worlds just because of looking at the amount of paint this guy has, uh, you know, and the fact that for Avenger of Fallen Prime, you can get ones of that that do have this level of paint, hmm. but you're going to be paying like a couple hundred bucks for that. And also he's got the limitation of having a giant battery pack in the middle of his stomach. So I don't think this one has lights and sounds. It doesn't look like it because of the... No. Uh... and that's, that's the best, I reckon. He's also got yeah, a exactly. suite of accessories. Yeah. So, I mean, he's also got... I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did this, and they should have done this for Masterpiece Prime, but the smokestacks can actually um, expand and retract. So, because, like, if this was to be released at the retail, like, they hate having hard plastic smokestacks because they think... Kids are just going to gouge their eyes out with them for some reason. Or that's actually, I think, I think that's actually more uh, an attitude that uh, Hasbro's taken in the US, where hmm. you know um, child safety is kind of a serious business for some of, the, some of their toys. Oh yeah, and um, well, I guess this is a masterpiece. So I mean, I don't think your average kid's going to save up enough money for this one, especially if it's going to be about 150 bucks Australian. Um, but it looks. No, cool. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too fussed about it myself. Um, I, I like. I kind of. I like the idea that they're doing this, and there's a big uh, ten years uh, label on the packaging mm. that you can see there as well, celebrating nice. the, you know, the tenth anniversary of the movie being released. But yeah, I don't really see myself picking it up. I didn't pick this up. I didn't pick this figure up when it was a normal le- normal leader class. The uh... oh, this isn't. I saw a comparison. This isn't. Um... This, this isn't sharing any parts with the No, it's completely, completely new. So, so, so you're saying this is actually a completely new figure? Yep. Yeah, it doesn't look good because Revenge of a Fallen One is 
it's it's nearly perfect. No, I don't, I don't think people are saying is... it's the Revenge of the Fallen one, but like Takara has released movie masterpiece figures previously that were in fact the Hasbro leader classes just released as masterpiece. Huh. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, this new this and the new Bumblebee, these are both entirely new figures. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm still I'm still probably not going to buy it. Yeah, just the plastic. Like, why they chose to do the weird. Like the, the the box start is perfect. Like that's great coloring. But then you look at the figure, and then it's just got this really dark gray plastic for the gun and for like the inside of the arms and the legs and all that. Yeah, like it just it detracts from it because like the legs look really good, the painted silver and all that. And then you've just got like I'm pretty sure actually the legs are pretty much perfect, but it's just like the arms with that dark gray. It's just not good looking. Um, also, a thing this has that the other prime doesn't have is looks to be at least one articulated finger. So um, it looks like he's got multiple joints in each finger. So that's it. Actually, cool. it actually does make the point in the press release that he has articulated fingers. There you go. And then also he's got the swiveling face. So you've got the mouth and the face plate, so you don't have to remove it, which is pretty cool. And he's got the matrix and the two swords and the gun. So that's pretty much everything movie one prime did. Um, and it, 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 it looking think, a whole lot better. Yeah, it looks a lot better. I mean, it looks leaps and bounds better than the first movie Prime because that thing, I never saw the appeal of that thing. I never got that one. That was just too clunky. Um, oh. Then Revenge of the Fallen was really nice. and then But I think this just steps up that one. Yeah, this is, I can definitely call this the best figure, at least from the, of the look of it that they've mm. put out so far. Yep. But for, for those who do own the Revenge of the Fallen one, like I could totally see why you wouldn't want to pick this up because oh yeah, because that that they're two very similar figures. Mm. Like transformation's a bit of a pain on the Revenge of the Fallen one though. Yeah, and my guess is that this is what they were referring to when they said that Hosui was going to be working on a new movie line. Oh yeah. So hopefully it's going to have you know sort of that little masterpiece touch when it comes to a transformation. Oh yeah, I. Yeah, I think also his backpack seems to be mistransformed because it kind of looks pretty bad from that photo at least. But um, in in the in-hand images, that it looked like just straight out of the movie. So it it doesn't look anywhere near that bad in-hand. So, I mean, yeah, this is cool. I love the big blades. The blades are pretty massive. And this is also another thing to say it's not the Revenge of the Fallen mold. It doesn't have the flip-out blades on the arms. They're completely separate pieces now. Yeah, so do we know that this figure is actually coming to Australia? Uh, no, they haven't confirmed either of them uh, that I've seen. Mm. But I have to assume that yeah, at least, at least Toys R Us will be. Toys R Us, definitely, 100%. Mm. No doubt. So it, it, is, it is Masterpiece movie. It is the fourth uh, Masterpiece figure. So there are, there are going to be others in this line that are coming out yeah. for, for I the believe, movie this time around. I think so that's fine. The, first, the first two were the ones that Takara just reissued, Leader Bumblebee and Starscream. And then oh really? The bum- are they are they yeah. part of this? this no, both came out. Ages- yeah, both came out ages ago. See? But yeah, yeah both came that- out ages ago. But they started the numbering. Then I mean, the, the star screen, the star screen would fit with this aesthetic and scale and stuff because that that one, the, the leader class star screen of what I've heard is pretty damn awesome. But mm. then that leader bumblebee, um, nope. <laughs> Tokyo Toy Show exclusive uh, Sakara Transformers Legends Black Convoy. Mikey, Mikey, tell tell me how much you like this figure. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's it's just got all the right amount of that translucent red and that what tealy green or whatever it is or aqua, whatever you want to call it. it so just... we are we are basically looking at the uh, the G two Optimus Prime figure, which uh, it's third release. It has been released here, hasn't it? Yeah, I saw it today at Toys R Us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it is. It is. Uh, I don't think. I don't think Takara has actually released their version of that figure yet. So this no. might. End, no. This might end up. They being haven't the, even. They haven't even shown it. Yeah, they, no, this yeah. might end up being the first usage of the figure for Takara. Mm. Um, and yeah, what a handsome, God, what a handsome gorgeous. look it is. This is what this thing was designed to be. I know it's supposed to be Octane, obviously, because of the triple changer aspect, but. The shoulders on this dude, and just how like the the paint just works so perfectly on this, and it's just it just yeah, really it, brings out this character. It might as well have been intended to be Scourge because this just yeah. looks 
dead on to the it's character. Perfect for that R.I.D. scourge with his um yeah. sword of fury, which is I loved. <laughs> whenever they use their weapons in that R.I.D. show, they always used to yell out the name of their weapons, which is great. And I remember that Scourge's sword was called the Sword of Fury. So um yeah, uh, I I actually personally adore R.I.D. two thousand and one. Um, because I think it was one of my first Transformer experiences as well. So, um, oh, but I wish this was coming out over here. This really, like, why couldn't they make the exclusive? Actually, no, they've been making, like, all the Scourge repaints have pretty much been exclusive, so it shouldn't have been a surprise to us, because, like, that G2 Optimus Prime was a exclusive, I think, to the subscription service or something, but... Yeah, and then, reason, then they, they put really... it out at the Tokyo Toy Show again. Yeah. They really don't like them... to give us Scourge for some yeah, reason. And then they did Grand Scourge in Combiner Wars. but Yeah, exactly, that, yep. That was e-hobby, I believe. Yep. So they really don't like... No, I don't think we'll ever see so, Scourge in retail. So I, but I think the problem is that we do see Scourge in retail and he's uh, he's a movie he's figure. A he's, he's a blue sweep. So he is a different character. Maybe, yeah. maybe it would confuse people. I don't know. They could just give him a different name. But, yeah, I, I, yeah uh, look, I like the colours. I like the look of it. I don't I don't really like the fact that it is a triple changer, but whatever. Yeah, you can't help it's, that. It's going to be in robot mode, right? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah freaking robot I mean, mode. Like, the, the blue pinstriping and everything. Yeah. It just comes together so nicely. Hmm. You don't have to turn it into a jet, and you can completely conceal the wings in robot mode, as they've shown already. So, I mean, the jet mode is just horrible on this figure, but the tanker mode looks really good. And this is actually probably the first Scourge, if I'm not wrong, that actually has incorporated the tanker into, into his transformation because um, the original was just a cab. It was just it's just G2 Laser Prime just painted up in black for that show. Um, hmm. yeah, I, I love this. This looks great. It looks stunning. When is Tokyo Toy Show? Tokyo Toy Show. You got me. <laughs> All right, that's fine. We don't know. But I would suggest that when Tokyo Toy Show is on, start looking on eBay because the prices you see after the event are probably the cheapest to sell. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this isn't going to be easy to get. Why do the coolest characters that just come in black just never get released? Make Toys has been a little wow. bit busy with Starscream lately. They've, uh, they've announced a... I think it was a Fall of Cybertron-inspired uh, Starscream piece, and they have also shown this guy off, which um, is looking at, looking fairly G1 accurate. Does anyone know the size of this? This is going to be... This is their MP Starscream. Yeah. It's wow, a part so, of their remaster series. So Make Toys does have a habit for making quite cartoony, uh, cartoon accurate and in some, in some ways comic accurate designs for the, their figures as well. Yep. This looks fantastic, assuming it, uh, assuming it holds uh, and yeah, everything, everything, remains, everything remains right for its release from the, this prototype. I do think it's a little bit interesting that uh, there's different tips of the cannons on mm-hmm. offer. Yeah. There's a different cannon on his left and his right arm, but it looks, like they, it looks like the cannon itself is the same. It's, just, it's mm-hmm. the body of the cannon that's attached on a little hinge. Um, the head it, it just looks like the tip has broken off of the right one, which wouldn't surprise me given it's a resin prototype. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Or it could be just like because I mean, there's no ray obviously turn, like transforms from some kind of missile. Maybe they just want to give you the option for when you're in um, jet mode to have it more missile-like, I guess. Um, Maybe. He, he looks great. He looks from, from from these photos. I think they look better than the MP one. Oh, I think that MP Star Scream mold is it looks atrocious compared to this. Oh yeah, this is just well, yeah. I think you have to remember the the, the masterpiece. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the the masterpiece Star Scream mold, and even even in its MP11 form, does date back to the point where masterpiece figures were a more detailed update of a figure to to a modern design and look rather than sort of harking back to the cartoon. So, if Takara was to do Seekers now, maybe this is how they'd end up. I don't want them to but, do Seekers now because I've just completed my Seekers, basically. Uh, once I get Dirge, I've completed my Seekers and I'm just leaving it there. Let's move on. Uh, uh, KFC has also revealed Horicons. Um, 
I'm not. I'm not personally a Huracan fan, but uh, I, one of you guys was pretty buzzed in the pre-show for this. Was it you, Max? Yeah, I'm not so much a Snapdragon guy, but G1 Ape Face is my jam. Unfortunately, it's KFC. So, if anything they've ever done uh, is an indication, then it's not going to be very good quality. I mean, the little tapes are pretty good. K- KFC, KFC's KFC's quality. I think if you looked a couple of years ago, their quality might have been a little bit dodgy. But I mean, they've done figures since like Transistor. They've done the oh, uh, they've done their great. their reflector is also quite good. You can see it on the shelf behind me. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think these days KFCs and they they also did the the Junkions as well. Yeah. They're Blitzwing just here, and apparently that's uh, sort of them yeah. returning back to their old ways. I just saw someone broke the turret off theirs. <laughs> that does not bode well for that thing. I don't know why you wouldn't get the um, DX9 version because that thing's just amazing. Hmm. Um, I anyway, like don't, this. Don't, I don't particularly care for it, but I don't have to. It's fine. You guys, you guys are welcome just, to. They're welcome just to odd, it. you know. They've got the headmaster makes the 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 beast um, the beast former's head as well as the robot mode head. So that's just a unique thing about hmm. them, and they're a triple changer, and they're just weird. And I like these weird things, especially Ape Face. Ape Face is just Ape Face works a whole lot better than Snapdragon, and I think he always yeah. has. Snapdragon's mm. probably got a better looking robot mode, and the jet yeah. modes, all right, as well. But that friggin' beast mode looks just garbage. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's supposed to be an improvement on the original figure, not mm. just you know making it the same thing of all. Its, yeah, no, nah. all the same joined. flaws. Yeah. Uh, Look, the that... only knock I could really put on Ape Face is his headmaster seems a bit big. Other than that, these mm. are two. Yeah, other than Ape Face's headmaster and Snapdragon's Beast Mode, these are two really nice looking figures. I like Snapdragon's Beast Mode. I don't know. I just I, I like the weirdness. I I prefer that the arms would probably be one color instead of purple and I'd probably just prefer them to be purple or something. But um, yeah, I mean, good on them for. You know, not releasing something that's already been made. You know, just stepping out, like just getting out there and just like getting a weird, mm-hmm. obscure characters like these are. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I'm surprised no one's gotten to these before, because I know there's quite a few people who do really like the horror cons. You know, Ape Face especially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, wish I could I, get a hold of those G1 toys. <laughs> yeah, like I, I love high quality versions of them. It's just. You know, a bit unsure given what I'm seeing here and what I've heard of KFC in the past. Mm. But, uh, you, you know, I can appreciate that actually getting into this little niche portion of a fan base, which mm. surprisingly no one else has addressed so far. Do you, do you, do you think it's a, do you think it's getting into that portion of the uh, fan base because, you know, everyone else is doing the same thing over and over again? This is actually something new for them to address? Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, like- maybe. That's... The first thing was Devastator Wars, and then you cut, you just got sick of Devastator, you know. Um, so I mean, just releasing something that just no one else has done. Like Unique Toys won the Abominus Wars because they're the only people that put out Abominus, and then it was a really, really great figure. And then you know everyone else just decided to just keep on doing Devastators and you know other things combiner wise. But um, yeah, it just gets old when they keep repeated. Like just everyone just going for their own version of the same thing. So this yeah, is like the, fresh. The the best third party stuff comes when the companies are willing to sort of test out their own ideas mm. and really explore the more creative aspect of the fandom. Mm. And you know, that's why you have great stuff like you make toys cross make toys cross dimension and whatnot. Yeah. It's just people making the figures that they want to make and they come out amazing. Mm-hmm. Can I just uh, just before we move off on the on the horicons? One of the uh, one of the comments from our own Craig Andrews on this uh, on this comment was uh, a chicken bot and pass on the dragon lock dragon look and someone else uh, this was posted on a on a um, photo page from wherever this convention was held and someone else just said those arms are an issue. <laughs> yep, that that's one way to describe them. Yep, they don't. Yeah, they don't look the greatest. <laughs> nah. Mm. They're a little gimpy and they're just really badly coloured. I hate all spots. Also, Mikey, you were saying that they were just purple and teal. They're actually, mm. you can't tell because it's, they're like 
set it up on the back section, but they've got another, like, there's another part above that, which is all in black. Mm. So it's this weird tri-segmented arm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I, thought it, I thought it stopped at the white, like, where the white meets black. So it goes further. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They, oh, they're too long then. That's weird. They are, they are, quite, they are quite long. They look, they look like a little T-Rex arm, you know. Except like, with, like, like I've seen this photo, like, um, T-Rex with those, like, extendy claw arms and it says unstoppable, and I love that thing. But, yeah. like, it seems like that. It just seems like he's got his arms and then he got the, the blue extensions now. Is that what they are? That's just weird. Okay. So, they've, yeah, they've got a... They've got to like detract on that. Just take off the blue part and just give him little purple claws. I think that'll look better. Max, Optimus Prime number six is out this week. Uh, before we before we do move on and start talking <laughs> discussions, uh, do you want to talk about the uh, plague of shark cons that's on the on the front cover of Optimus Prime number six? And give us your thoughts on the comic. Uh, yeah, so this comic is basically wrapping up the book first arc. Uh, as you said, Jason, there's a lot of shark decons in this and the cover reflects that. Just basically, hey, yeah, uh, buy those shark decons we just put out. Can I... Buy lots can I, of them. I, I, when I looked at this cover, I just saw Sharknado. So I just saw a reference to Sharknado because it looks like they're coming up in like a swarm. So is that what they're referencing? Or is it just, is it just a weird placement of the shark decons? I mean, maybe. I, I guess... It is that sort of shape, and then they came out of a junkie on ship, which uh, is shaped like a tornado. So oh, yeah, true. Yep. If, if you want to call that a Sharknado reference, well, I'm not going to stop you. Meta. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, this is basically just the end of a conflict between the Earth forces and the junkions, and also ends the secondary story set on post-war, I mean, pre-war Cybertron. Uh, it's, I'd say this is excellent character development of both Prime uh, and Jetfire, you know, both in the present and in pre-war Cybertron. You know, we get to see a lot of what happened with Jetfire, you know, before he joined the Autobots. Uh, and so we get a lot of little bits of character, like a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of Sideswipe. Uh, RC's fantastic as always. Hmm. Um, really nice art on this book as well, uh, which is, you know, uh, pretty big high point because I feel like yeah, the, the, the art on the book has been has been really good it's by uh, Kay Zama yeah I was, I was trying also, to and also, also colored, colored by Josh Bertram as well so um, yeah. yeah oh like if Josh Bertram's coloring something then you know it's going to look fantastic mm. but yeah this is at it's maybe not like the best written book that's out right now but in terms of just how it looks this thing's stunning so yeah I, I'd say this is at the end of this arc, you know, they're going to move on to the next story. So I'd recommend jumping on from there because this is a really solid series. Do, do the Sharktacons, like, ever get character development or are they just, like, minion type? <laughs> Mikey's completely obsessed with the Sharktacons. I love Sharktacons. It's just so weird. Uh, I... Given that I've read the book and some may have not, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Oh, okay. Well, you can type <laughs> that in the chat, so because I wouldn't know. God, <laughs> oh, they just—I love them. They're just teeth, teeth upon teeth. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah. <sighs> Couple of rows of teeth, always good. So we were going to have a good discussion uh, tonight. We had a bit of a discussion during the week in the chat about uh, the topic of shell formers, but. I think we are getting a we we record these on a Friday night and it is getting a little bit late. So I think we might table the discussion on shell formers until next week. Mm. And uh, I think Brad wants to have I think Brad would like to have a bit of a a bit of a say on the topic of shell formers as well. So uh, I think he'll appreciate that. Let's move on and talk a little bit about uh, new acquisitions for the week. Uh, Max, I think you might be the only one of us with new acquisitions. I actually I purchased some comics from Shane Higgins, uh, some of the old UK comics, but uh, I do not, um, I do not have any new toys. Oh. Well, oh. I mean, I do believe I own some, which I I picked up some, which I was jealous of you for getting a few weeks back. So uh, we'll see. If, if I a few weeks, you mean a year? Yes. <laughs> God, has it been? Oh, <laughs> Time flies. 
<laughs> so I, I, I know, I know, I know it, was a, it, was, it was about a year ago because uh, it was when uh, Kieran and I were both in Singapore and both picked up uh, these sets that you're about to talk about. Yeah, so I picked up just off of eBay uh, the shape-shifting Legends class uh, War for Cybertron style Ironhide and Starscream, mm. which is about... You, I picked them up for about $30 shipped for the two-pack, which is a really nice two-pack, actually. They, um, they're pretty much just spot-on to the cartoon model. I mean, the game model. Mm. And, you know, they're super poseable and all that sort of stuff. You come to expect from your third-party Legends... But I think the really the big selling point here, other than being the only legend scale War for Cybertron figures, is the paint. Uh, I'm not they sure how it's really going to show up on the camera. Cute, nice on the paint. There's lots of shininess, and they are really well done. Yeah, they've just paint. It's almost like a Rebel Tech, where it's all I think it's all cast into one plastic, but then they've just painted everything, and for the most part solid paint so it holds up well and just looks stunning mm. uh, i wish we got an iron hide in that line uh that is iron uh, hide that iron no i mean in like the oh the official line. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that one looks really good like i don't see why they couldn't have done it for the you know because that look at yeah, that that's iron hide. i mean if i would certainly be willing to purchase this if like a knockoff company yeah wanted to scale it into well, a deluxe <laughs> because it, if, you are, really if, you, if you are listening to Shapeshifting, uh, do feel free to upscale your mould uh, yourselves before someone else does. Yeah, well, that's... Yep. And if, that's someone, can, if, someone, can, exists, if but... someone can make sure that uh, Wei Zhang doesn't uh, hear this suggestion, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> like no. their upsizes. Everyone likes Wei Zhang's upsizes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's if Shapeshifting still exists because... From they haven't really shown anything recently. They did tease that Wolf of Cy- uh, Fall of Cybertron and Bruticus, but they haven't really revealed anything in the past two one. years. Hmm. Mini uh, Legend Scale one. Oh, nice! That would have been epic. But then, imagine little Wolf Cybertron Dinobots versing that thing. Oh, that'd be, that'd be fantastic! And oh, then, yeah. because I'm an insatiable dickhead, I had to get the uh, sort of stealth color versions as well. Uh, I'm gonna say I quite like the stealth cut. I mean, the seeker is basically like a different a different seeker at that point. It looks is more that... like Thundercracker. Yeah, it looks a bit yeah, like I... Thundercracker, but it's not Thundercracker, is it? I I sort of just treat him as Bitstream. Uh, oh, nice. Is it's pretty much not Bitstream in the slightest, but it look the Starscream especially. This is probably the nicest looking figure out of a whole bunch. It's very beautiful. I love the blue. Just, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and he's got you know all these little pink highlights of thrusters and whatnot. Oh, nice. And Very then G2. the yeah, and then the iron hide, which gives you a good look at his vehicle mode. It's mm. just in straight up Nemesis Prime colors, <laughs> which and that works surprisingly well. The only issue with this guy is that uh, you can't really put yeah, have him hold the guns in his hands because mm. they're entirely painted in like sort of a baby blue pla- uh, baby blue paint. Hmm. And it just chips so easily. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, so you kind of got to do the movie verse, put them on the arms. Yeah, yeah. But conversely, uh, the rest of the figures mostly cast in like a black plastic, and unlike the others, they haven't painted over this. So you've got instead, it's got a really nice matte finish. So it just it looks freaking gorgeous in hand. And then in terms of just like actual posability and whatnot, you know, you've still got your ball joints everywhere. I mean, Star- Sky Snake for Starscream's even got like uh, ball jointed ankles. So, oh, wow. yeah, they, of... they are quite they are quite well uh, quite well done. So yeah, he 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 can move around and uh, his feet can move with him properly. Yeah, and if you're not wanting to just get straight up repaints, then uh, while. The normal Starscream has, I think it's the Nucleon Charge Rifle, his sniper rifle from the game. Mm. The stealth version just has an L-Rays. So ah. you can, nice. you get that in, you can stop them around a bit. Nice. Yeah, cool. It's an excellent bunch of figures. Uh, look them up on eBay because I mm. saw there were a few of them going cheap. Okay. And of course, because I was at the Comic and Toy Fair, you know, you've got to be looking out for stuff at the Toy Fair. So... <laughs> Picked up a Rebel Tech Megatron, which nice. completes the Rebel Tech line for me. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're all very similar feeling figures. 
but I'd say mm. he's probably the nicest of the bunch. Yeah, I, I think his paint job makes it for me. I think we've lost Max. I Sorry, thought, no. Yeah. I, you went all robotic for me for a second. What did you say? I said I think the paint yeah. job makes the uh, makes Reveltech Megatron one of the best ones, and like Reveltech Prime is a little bit too cartoony, but Megatron doesn't uh, Megatron yeah. doesn't look over the top uh, like a cartoon character. Mm. Yeah, I feel. In terms of the styling, I find Rodimus is just sort of uh, ambiguous Rodimus style. For Prime and Magnus, are very much based on Pat Lee's art. And then mm-hmm. uh, Megatron and Starscream, you know, uh, I guess we just envisioned to be just generic Megatron and Starscream. But uh, it, despite coming out 10 years beforehand, they look dead on to their appearances in Transformers Devastation. Yeah, so, they do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. As far, as far as I'm concerned, this is just... Devastation Megatron, <laughs> which works really well for me because I love that game. Yeah, me too. I, I love game. Megatron. In it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a fun one. It's yeah, it's it's just a fantastic romp. Mm-hmm. I figured that I've been chasing for quite a long time, but just ten bucks because it was covered in dust and none of the gimmicks worked. And then John Shock Blast. Oh, nice. Just the sort of. Right, yeah, one of the one yeah. of the first times we've seen the uh, the the G one Shockwave homage in uh, one of the modern toy lines. Yeah, and like he's yeah. he's just a massive bit of ratcheting, ab crunching, <laughs> ankle tilting goodness. He's he feels ahead of his time. You know, he's got this ridiculous cannon arm with no ability, ma- but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's epic. But I love it that. splays out like that as a gimmick. Um, you know, it's built like a brick shit house. Like, it's so solidly done. <laughs> and then his house I, cracks in two. This would break. I, I felt my house would break before this thing breaks. It's you can probably so bludgeon someone with that. Yeah, you probably could. I'm so happy to have tracked this down. I had it when I was a lot younger and sort of, you know, lost to the That's sands good. of time. Mm. Uh, it always happens. Now, now to have this guy again is fantastic because... It's just such a satisfying figure, you know, and it cat, annoying chunky cannon arm aside, he's mm. just holds up as a great figure nowadays. And he's okay. the only representation in the Unicron trilogy of Shockwave, isn't he? Yeah. I, I, I do so, want yeah. to try and track down the six shot repaint of him, mm. just like in the uh, camo, like, not quite camo, like, sort of yeah, yeah, I know camo colors. Yeah, because that's basically just this, but more insane. Hmm. Uh, but I've seen that go for quite a bit more. Uh, but you know, for ten bucks, I left him in a bath of soapy water overnight, and most of the dust is gone. And uh, yeah, out great figure. Cut <laughs> that! He just cuts you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, occasionally, you just get a little drop of water emerge from the uh, from within. <laughs> The electronics were working fine before you put him in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks for taking us through those. Um, yeah, it's a, shame, it's a shame Mike and I don't have anything new, but... Uh, i got rubber labels, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got some labels going too, actually. Uh, look, let's, let's quickly uh, go through a little bit of, little bit of housekeeping news. Uh, Supernova Gold Coast and Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair, as Max was alluding to earlier... They happened last weekend, and Brad has kindly loaded up some event photos into the uh, into the galleries on the website. And uh, yeah, it was a nice boost of uh, new members into the Facebook group. So uh, yeah, thanks very much, guys. It was uh, much appreciated. Supernova Melbourne is this weekend, and uh, Brad, Simon, Alan, and Chris will be uh, will be hitting up Supernova. And Pratt, Brad's been getting his Prime suit ready for its second outing this week. So if you are heading along, do check us out at Table 117 in the alley. And if you are listening to the podcast uh, on, the, on an actual podcast, that will mean nothing to you because the event will have already occurred. So too bad. <laughs> but you will find photos of Supernova Melbourne on the website by the time you listen to this. So uh, that is it for the show this week. Uh, I, I think I think we I think we ended up uh, with 
a nice discussion on some of the news. If we didn't get to our shelf warming discussion, we can put it on the shelf and see if it warms it until next week. Thank oh, you for listening, everyone. Hey! <laughs> yeah, yeah, see where I went there. Uh, Australia's tra- Australian Transformers Weekly is produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You will find the TCCA website at transformerscca.com. You'll find links to the club's Facebook discussion group, the sales group, the YouTube channel, the Twitter page, and, of course, this podcast on there. And, of course, you can also find the podcast on iTunes, so please do head over there and give us a review. We will be back next week with uh, another look at the at the latest, latest Transformers news and how it relates to Australia, often at the cutting edge of Transformers, uh, Transformers toys distribution. Sometimes we get some things before the States. That's, that's my... Uh, that's my uh, definition of being at the cutting edge. Sometimes. 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 Actually, more often than not, d- to be honest. Sometimes we do, yeah. 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 It, it doesn't matter, we're better anyway. Yeah, of course, yeah. Indeed, indeed. We don't uh, have Mr. Trump on. I'm, I'm not going to go into politics. Thanks, Mikey. <laughs> let's, <laughs> just, let's, just, let's, let's not do the politics thing and let's just wind the sharp. So thank you for listening, everyone. And, uh, yeah, we will be back next week with episode 106. Ooh. That is a number. That is, it is a fairly large number. But, it yeah. is, yes. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. News. I've also just realized I need to hit the stop broadcast button because Brad is not here. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>